Hi, Nigel Oson here. Now, I used to be a teacher, but now I spend all my time trying to help parents and teenagers how to manage and control their stress, especially during the revision and exam seasons. My book, How to Achieve a Stress-Free GCSE Revision, does just that. Do check it out and its reviews on Amazon if you wish to. Now, this is a series of 21 pretty quick tips to help slash any exam stress you might be fearing. I'm addressing in the form of a little letter to my grandson who's in need of advice because, frankly, he doesn't like school at all and he hates revision. Today, it's all about how to revise. What revision techniques are there? At last, I hear you say, oh, it's taken a while, but we're here now. There are actually quite a few techniques, and I think you should try as many of these as you can to see which ones suit. Again, no different from skateboarding when you try that huge number of tricks to see which one suited you, I suppose. Remember, exam stress will shrink pretty quickly if you revise a lot. Now, you can start revising proper. Go for it. Come on. Start with topics you know and understand, as this will give your confidence a real boost, I hope. And it's easier to try out a variety of techniques on techniques on topics you feel comfortable with. Now, I reckon the core to all revision is reading over your notes, or a topic, or a module, or a chunk, and read over those one at a time. Just read it. This will give you an overview of the topic, and also let you know if you really do understand it. Now go back over it and make briefer notes on it. Please don't use sentences and cut out any repetition and anything that is not relevant to the syllabus. If you want, you can make briefer notes quite a few times until you end up with the essential skeleton of the topic, which will also act as a prompt to your memory to bring up information you've stored somewhere in your brain as you've read it a few times. It's there. As you make notes, use your own form of shorthand as it saves time and try to use colour for headings, subheadings, keywords and so on. To add emphasis, you could also use capital letters, draw shapes, boxes, circles, etc. around these main words. Where to write these brief notes? Well, some people use large post-its, which you can stick all over your room if you want to or index cards, if they still exist, about the size of half a piece of A5, which you can use as flashcards if you want, or on sheets of paper, or in a notebook. The key is to condense your notes to manageable size, so you read them and use them to hang the learnt material around as much as you can. Some students over the years have swapped their revision notes with friends which work really well, provided, of course, you can read their writing. Some have even divided the work between themselves to save time. You've got to trust these people, of course. Actually, now I think about it, I've also known students use long thins of plain wallpaper, which they've pinned on their walls, stood there, and written and drawn all over it about a topic or two. It worked for them. It might not work for you, but you could give it a whirl. Others have bought big sheets of whiteboard material that sticks on the wall. I think which you can use, just have a think which one you can use, and I think that you can rub it off, cross it out, or whatever you wish afterwards. One student even used a flip chart, for example. Ask your parents what it is, and you'll see why I'm getting, uh, I'm getting three exclamation marks as I think about flip charts. Okay, how to learn. Now that's a good question. 
Reading and rereading is what most people do. But I think you should try and add a bit to the mix. When I want to learn something, for example, something really heavy, I like to read the notes aloud as I, re as I write them. So I'm using more of my senses. And when I've made my condensed notes, I read them aloud again, this time perhaps as I walk around. And just to make it less boring and to use my imagination when I speak, I use a funny voice. Okay, it's what I think is a funny voice, a funny accent or something. And when I walk, I walk in an unusual way, stretching and straining my legs and my arms or whatever it is. It all helps stuff stick in my memory. If you don't believe me, give it a try. I've never done it myself, but lots of people I know love putting their notes in their phone, their iPod or whatever it is, so they can listen to them when they're moving about. They say it works for them, especially if they use odd voices. Listening or reading last thing at night, just before you go to sleep, is said by lots of people to be a good idea. Perhaps that might be worth trying. Buddy learning, great phrase, is when you are with a friend, of course, and you revise the same topic at the same time in the same room or online. You can then, of course, ask each other questions if you're stuck and test each other as you go along. You do need to be disciplined, though, about this and actually do the revision and not just chat about whatever. Testing is important and actually vital when you're revising. It boosts confidence and tells you where you've got gaps. You can test yourself in lots and lots of ways and the more you use, the better I think it is. Here's a few for you. Writing your brief notes without looking at the real brief notes. Having a verbal test with yourself when you ask yourself a question or two aloud and you answer it. Asking your parents to test you, but hopefully in a fun, stress-free way, if possible. Perhaps while you're trampolining or on a walk, exercising, on a swing. Okay, you might be a bit old for a swing, I suppose. Wherever you are. And hopefully they'll reward you, like a good puppy, with a goodie or a piece of chocolate or something for getting the right answer. Group testing with your friends can be great fun, but sometimes people take it too seriously and can hurt others. So be a, bit, a little bit careful on that one. Past papers are a great way to see how you're doing. Just try a few questions at a time, if you like, rather than the whole paper. One word answer. Quick fire tests are easy, can even be fun. Explaining a topic to, perhaps, your parents is also a great way to get it into your head in a way you understand. Actually, I think that's one of the best ways to revise. And of course, if you use your parents, you're going to get your parents off your back. They're going to be impressed all the time. Okay, the next one will be a little bit more about how to revise. But remember, in the meantime, if you want more detail and more great tips about how to revise and reduce your stress, have a good look at my book on Amazon. Cheers.